It doesn't sound as good, does it? <laughs> Listen, I like you. We're, we're cousins. But you come to me talking like that again, and you're going to end up like Freddy, swimming with the fishes. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Freddy that got fingered. I'm going to... Listen, that's a different Freddy, okay? He's taking <laughs> a nap six feet under. Aw, that's nice. I bet you that's pretty relaxing. Therapeutic, you know, like taking like a, a floating on salt water kind of thing. All disrespect aside, I love you too much to ever have you fingered. <laughs> There's an insult on me. <laughs> but you'll have me whacked off. <laughs> I'll whack you. I'll whack you all day. I won't finger you. <laughs> that was probably not the right words to use, but I like it. Uh, so, so I got. Let, let's uh, let's get into the uh, flavor of the week real quick because I got a question for you. Okay, the Nathan approves this. Ah, it's the Nathan. The Nathan Father. The Nathan. Thank you very much. I've built this business from the ground. Too yeah. many people died for me to not be called the Nathan Father. <laughs> Little Jimmy was a good boy. I liked Little Jimmy. But that didn't stop okay. me from whacking him. He was okay. Whacking you, that, that was just the wrong term to use, <laughs> though. You're talking about a little boy now, and you said the word whack. Uh, you're just gonna, you're gonna have the FBI at your door, man. Let him come. 
The uh, FBI don't dare mess with the... The... I almost said my last name. <laughs> <laughs> the blank family. <laughs> That's okay, though. Because people don't believe me when I say this. But I'm immortal. I was on a ship a long time ago. Alright. Now this is, this, this is starting to sound familiar. I have a <laughs> feeling this is a plot of an anime. Mm. Very good. <laughs> let me, let me, let I me pitch you this. I know it's jazz, one of your favorites. Jazz but... trumpet opening. All <laughs> that. Guns and Roses. Anyway. Shall we get into the flavor? The Nathan? The Nathan Father. The Nathan Father. That's two. That's two, two strikes. Alright, we'll see how this goes. Alright, ready? <laughs> Alright, let's go for it. The flavor of the week is sashimi. Sashimi, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, sashimi. Huh? 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 Eh? Is, this, is there a story to go along with this? No. It, it's no. just a food. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not as exciting. It is a thinly sliced Raw food is one of the most famous dishes in Japanese cuisine. Not just any food, though, yeah? Mostly seafood, but other types of meat, such as beef, horse, and deer, can also be sashimi. Really? Horse? Yeah. Interesting. That's a good thing to be aware of. But not a good thing to eat raw. No. Like, any of that, like... I I don't even care for eating fish raw, but at least that one's common. Like the others, I don't know. I don't mind eating fish raw. You're weird like that, though. You come to my house. (laughs) Yes, I'm insulting you. (laughs) And you insult me to my face in front of my family. Oh, you're lucky with blood. I'm insulting you in front of your family, and I am your family. Hmm? <laughs> Paradox. So, Listen, shall we? I've killed lesser men than you for a cup of soup. Well, those were lesser men. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's put this whole Godfather stuff behind us, huh? Ready. Set. Um. Is this happening? He's a Takimas! Oh, yes! Oh! Oh, yeah! I thought I'd give you one. Oh, thank you, Tyler. Oh, that feels so great. And look how well it turned out. Like, we we did it, like, one syllable at a time. Yeah, well, I mean, it was... I I don't know. I'm wearing. I'm. I'm on cloud nine right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything bad. <laughs> yeah. Now see if you have me whacked. This must have been what it felt like for Goku when he went Super Saiyan the first time. Mm, I don't know. I feel like he was probably a little more angry. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe like Super Saiyan four or something. <laughs> anyway, it feels fantastic. Wait a second, wait a second. I have a problem with what you just said. What? Super Saiyan 4. Yeah, the monkey one. That was in GT. We don't talk about GT. 
Oh, sorry. Retcon! Retcon! Three. Three I can understand. Or Super Saiyan God, maybe. But no, 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 no. There's no such thing as four. I don't know. So what they totally erased the monkey one then, huh? Yeah. Wow. It's okay with I me. think that was, I, I was kind of a fan of that one. You know, I didn't mind the look of it. Uh, the Super Saiyan 5 was weird, though. That was like when he actually turned into a monkey, right? Yeah, that was strange. Yeah, that Did was not weird. dig King Kong saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so alright, here's the question. You remember okay. last week we talked about, um, you know, we talked about possible powers that you could have, you know, um, to kind of go with our last week's anime. But yeah. did you ever think about having a power that does nothing but negate other powers? You know, I, I, I did it, but that sounds like a pretty darn useful power. It sounds limited useful, but yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, if I were to give it a, um, a full metal alchemist kind of term, uh, I would, I would, I would call it the ultimate shield. I, I think that's a good name for it. Yeah. And there's some there's some stuff I might want to get into about that later. <laughs> stuff like why does holding your right hand up protect the rest of your body from stuff? But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe the hand acts as a lightning rod. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of what it does. But anyway, Let's, let, let, in case anybody is wondering, and this actually relates to our anime of the week, this is the power that the protagonist of the, the anime of the week has. He's a very handy guy. Yeah. <laughs> very right handy guy. <laughs> I was off it, the dome. <laughs> so, this week's anime of the week for you guys is called A Certain Magical Index, or in Japanese, Taru Majitsu no Index. I don't know why, but I half expected you expected you to go, or in Japanese, a certain ru magical ru indexaru, a ru index magic roll magic. I don't know. There's really no L's in there, so it's hard to do the. Extremely well, racist Japanese thing. <laughs> Here, let's see. Does this one, there's a, uh, a synonymous title of it. Taru uh, Majutsu no Kisho Makuruku. Nah. Well, there's, a, there's, there's an R at the end of that one. That um, one's significantly longer, isn't it? Yeah. But I think um, the one with index is a more common one. I think it's definitely more easily recognizable, especially from a English-speaking point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so why don't we tell the good listeners a little bit about this pretty cool anime that we picked out this week? All right, good listeners. Here is the synopsis for you from me. Academy City, Japan is at the forefront of science. Besides being 30 years ahead of... Yeah, okay, sorry. Besides being 30 the years... Of the... Of the... Uh, start. 
I was trying to read ahead and it got me mixed up. Besides being 30 years ahead of the world technology, more than three-fourths of this particular city's population consists of students developing their psychic abilities as espers in various institutions. Among these students is Toma Kamijo, Kamijo, uh, a high school boy with the lowest psychic rank of zero, but with a mysterious power no scientist can understand. He calls it Imagine Breaker, which allows him to negate other supernatural abilities. This, however, does not affect Kamajo's life in the least, as he plays his role as a regular teenager. That is, until he meets the strange index Librorium Oh, oh God. Pro... Oh, God, how did <laughs> I get I get the sweats just looking at that word. Prohibitoria. That's uh, not as bad as I thought. It just it's very intimidating. It it sounds like a mixture of what prohibited and and uh, wherever you keep the dead people. Is that yeah, right? <laughs> I get bored. Crematorium is what oh, I was yeah. thinking of. That's that's yeah. where you keep the uh, toasty dead people. <laughs> So yeah, strange index librorium. God, that's such a tongue twister. Librorium prohibitorium. A young girl, just call her index. A young girl who has memorized the entire forbidden grimoires, and now a dangerous organization is hunting index down. With several magicians mm-hmm. looking to harm the girl, Kamajal will defend his new companion. At all costs, as he as he discovers a strange new realm of the supernatural. Oh, okay. So, um, can I just say something here, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, so I haven't watched all the episodes, all twenty four episodes in this yet. Mm-hmm. But so, what I'm about to say might happen, and I really hope it does. I really hope, or I really feel there's like. A lot of cool opportunities in this for one-liners. Like, for example, um, um, the main character... I, I want to know, before we get started, I want to hear, like, if you say there's a lot, I want to hear them all. You want, okay, well, welcome to our three-hour podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said a lot, but I had one in mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tyler, you're you're pulling up the Komodo here, and I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. Uh-uh. You like what uh, you see? <laughs> it's a little smaller than I expected, <laughs> but that's okay. Size doesn't really matter, there right, ladies? <laughs> um. Anyway, no, listen to this. How cool would it be if, after the main character uses his power for the first time, right, uh, he negates a power, and then he looks straight at the person, you know, he's fighting against, and he says, you know, when you divide by zero, you get nothing. Or he's like, I may be a level zero, but when you divide by zero, you get nothing. <laughs> okay, that sounded a lot, sounded a lot cooler in my head. The math joke. What was that? That would be a dog. Holy shit! A cat. Okay, that was terrifying. Yeah. Uh, keep rolling. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, 
listeners out there, remind me never to fuck with Tyler's dog. Because that thing sounds like it could do some damage. Um, alright, well, I'll give you guys some some more one-liners then. Um, let's see. There's divide by zero. You can do multiplication too. That's another math trick. Anything times zero is zero. You're done for. I'm the ultimate negator. I'm a master negator. Oh. How's that one? <laughs> uh, mm. Oh, here's one for a character. And I don't even care if it's spoiler, because it's an awesome one-liner. Uh, I'm shocked you didn't see that one coming. Ah. Oh. Uh. That was a decent one, right? I mean, one-liners are all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose as far as one-liners go, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Or, what about this one? Uh, I'm a photographic memory person who has a thousand books in my head. Fear me. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost a (laughs) two-liner. It's like you had, like, the part explaining who you are and what you know, and then the second statement that just says, fear me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a convenient... Here's another one. I'm a convenient plot... Uh, plot device. They call me Amnesia. <laughs> Most of the characters will experience my wrath. <laughs> Alright, I know I said, you know, I wanted to hear them all, but I think I have to wreck on that. <laughs> At least two of the characters will experience my wrath. <laughs> um, uh, okay, well, welcome back. So... You missed, like, ten good ones while you were gone, by the way. Uh, I'll have to, I'll, I'll listen to it while I'm editing. I'm sure, I'm sure they were great. Yeah. Editor's note. They were not good. I would, I would say tell, uh, Yato to shut up for me, but now I am terrified of him. Uh, actually, that was Elsa that you heard earlier. You got, bo- oh, okay. That's why, I had to so, kick her out. He's a lot calmer. Gotcha, gotcha. Give him, give him like six months, and then you'll want to be. <laughs> then no one's gonna fuck with you when you're walking down the street. Pretty much, he's gonna be massive. Then, then you earn the privilege to walk through those bad neighborhoods, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, like my me... dog eats my dog eats Rottweilers for breakfast. Uh, so. I've been wanting to get you to watch this for a long time now. Oh, it's been this. years now. And I think I think I've said it before on the podcast too, so I'm sure you know they know it as well. But I've been trying to get you to watch this for a long time because it's not in my top five of favorite anime, but it's definitely up there. Like I really enjoy this and the spinoff um, series of a certain scientific railgun. Um, and I, like, I have said before that it also has one of my favorite arcs, story arcs in it, of all anime, possibly my favorite story arc. Yeah. Um, which I'm assuming you haven't gotten to. No, um... I think it's towards like, the end. Yeah, like I said, I haven't finished it at all. I, I planned it, guys. Um, I really did. I had it all laid out, and it was nice and, 
and mathematical and sciencey, and I was gonna watch so many episodes a day at, at so, this hour and this hour, and I was gonna do this and watch more and blah blah blah. But you know, life uh, doesn't usually work out how you plan it to. So things got in the way, and, life and uh, yeah, life. Away. So yo, when you say that, it makes it sound like I had a kid. <laughs> Or a baby dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that's much cooler than having a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. Um, I mean, like, as much as I would, you know, people are going to be not wanting to mess with me when Yato's all grown up. I can only imagine what they would say if he was a dinosaur. Yeah, he would be terrifying. He'd probably eat dinosaurs. Um, so, but anyway, if I were a listener, though, I'd be very curious to know what arc you were talking about. So is there any way you can kind of do a non-spoiler? Give us a little clue? Like, just of what the arc is about? Yeah, or? I mean, well, I mean, just just so when people are, are watching this show, they're, they're like, oh, so this was probably Tyler's favorite arc. Oh, they'll know. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's marginally better than all the other arts. Oh, so much. Oh, okay, cool. It it really is. It it's I won't give anything away. Um, I'll just say it is the arc with um sorry. It's the arc with crap. I can't even remember his name. Accelerator. It's crap in it? Yeah, oh. no. <laughs> uh <laughs> the arc with Accelerator. Okay. Oh man, I can't believe I haven't gotten to him yet. I'm so excited to get to him. Oh, he's got some really cool powers, and um, it, it's really cool. You would probably uh, appreciate it being a math um, slash science, you know, engineering major. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has the power over vectors. It's pretty neat. Um. I gotta say, this was a good transition from Charlotte. You think because, so? Yeah, because you still have that superpower theme, except it's done differently in this. Mm-hmm. It's done more... In Charlotte, it was kind of like... And we can talk about spoilers in Charlotte now, kind of, because, you know, we're not doing that one this week. <laughs> but Charlotte, it's, it's kind of scientific. They didn't watch it. We recommended <laughs> it. We gave you guys a whole week. I mean, that's enough to... Um, only a twelve episode series. Yeah, but no, I will All I was going to say is Charlotte. It's like a result of um, dust from a comet passing or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, on this, it's like the whole city. Which, by the way, I like to call it Windmill City. Um, <laughs> if you ever watch this, you'll know why. That's cool. but I mean, it's scientific. Yeah, like it's a clean well, energy. It is. It's it's clean. I like. I just. Thought it was kind of funny how like they kind of took effort to to work windmills into the shots, right? Because there's shots where like the main character is talking to Index, who we'll talk about later, and like you see out the window behind the main character is like a windmill. <laughs> kind of are are they windmills? I guess they're wind turbines is the technical term for them. Yeah, fine, be technical about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, it's a cool idea, and it, it does, oh, 
we'll I guess we'll talk about this throughout the episode too, but this uh one thing I thought was neat about this series and I'm sorry I'm hogging all the talking on, on your series, Tyler. No, no, but, no. I'm uh, fine. Yeah, you liked it. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. One thing I thought was cool is they worked so much tech stuff into it, right? Because it's supposed to be this, it's a, what, it's a city um, with almost the population of Tokyo, they say, or somewhere around there, and uh, it's a city just made up of colleges and research places, and uh, all this, all these, like, tech-oriented, science, math-oriented uh, places. And so you see that, like, everything's very high-tech in the city. There's, like, robot garbage cans going around everywhere that are not only great comic relief, but a reminder that this is a very technologically advanced city. And it's cool how they work that into into everything. You, you laugh, but I will say this, that at my place of employment, there are a few garbage cans, like, in meetings rooms and stuff like that, where they want to impress clients, you know? They have garbage cans that are, like, electric. They they have electronics in them. They're, they're, they That's have, crazy. They have a, um, a sensor. You wave your hand, there's a sensor, and it opens the lid for you, because it's so hard to open. I don't know. But it's funny, our world is moving that way, you don't think about it. Oh, yeah. We're becoming super, I don't know, technology's freaking everywhere. Yeah, and it's advancing at a, at a crazy rate. Um, Ward's Law says that every two years, processing speed shall double. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but, yeah, so I, I liked how they, I mean, and even the music is very techno, right? Mm-hmm. So they worked it in a lot of angles, which was cool. But it's it's a good, um, to, you know, go back to where I started, it's a good transition where, um, from, from, uh, Charlotte, where you still got powers, you got a little, I feel like they're a little bit more developed and fleshed out. In a certain magical index. And well, the, the thing that I like most about it is that there, it, there's two sides to it. There, there's people with powers on both sides, but some people who have powers, they're magic. And yeah, I love that too. Others are espers, as they call them. You know? and that's another thing, too. They have some cool phrasing in this anime. I mean, espers. What an awesome word. Mm-hmm. Espers, and they don't call them wizards; they call them sorcerers. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like sorcerers. I mean, I like wizards too, but sorcerers pretty nice, badass. Yeah, if they did call them wizards, um, I would just be thinking Harry Potter the whole time. I'd be thinking that, fairy tale. Yeah, and if if they called them wizards, and there wasn't at least one of them throughout the whole uh, anime that had that what. Mickey Mouse, Disney, Fantasia, Wizard Hat. <laughs> I'd be very disappointed. What if, uh, what if Hagrid comes in and says, "You're a sorcerer." <laughs> Next. Yeah. So, um, plot-wise, though, what else? What else can we talk about? Well, uh, now there's 
So, like I said, there's two sides to it, and you kind of get main characters on for both sides. The main character for the magical side is this Index girl, who is, uh, it doesn't really say much about her, um, <clears throat> other than she's memorized the um, entire Forbidden Grimoires. Um, but here's another cool use of phrasing. Grimoire. Oh, I love not, grimoire. not magical books. You call them a freaking grimoire. Yep. Which is awesome. Which is pretty much just French for book. No, yeah, but... <laughs> but it sounds cooler. It's a cool French word. But, um... But... Oui, oui. Uh, not only that, um, the, there's... It's weird. You wouldn't normally associate it, but apparently in this anime, the church is the, like, main um, organization behind all these magic. And it's, they kind of do a right Helsing Alicorn thing like that. The church is against magic, but they're using it to fight magic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, they're, they're using it as a, a necessary evil, or the devil we know, you know? Right. Instead of the one we don't. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable. I mean, honestly, to me, that makes sense. But um, yeah, no, it's it's interesting, though, right? Because it's um, like they could have chose anything and they chose the church as the organization behind it. And there's a lot of um, index is actually a um, a sister, as they would say. She's a nun. Not not a sister. Girl. Oh hell no. Oh no. Okay. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> I, that one drives me crazy. Uh, you want to take an axe to your question? What? Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know what else I thought was interesting too? So it's what is it? The Protestant Church. Yes. Um, so they represent that with, or, you know, there's some representatives of the Protestant church, that division of it, the sorcerer division, whatever. And there's like, we'll get to this with characters, but it's like a cool guy in like a trench coat and then like a attractive girl with a sword. And then there's a part in it, at least at the part, you know, uh, up to where I am. There's a part in it where, like, the Catholic Church comes in, and their, uh, their agents they send out, or whatever, are, like, medieval knights clad in armor. Like, full plate armor. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, even, like, there's several churches, you know, there's several, um, religions and several churches that are kind of all, um, vying for power, I guess you could say. Yeah, There's like so. a little struggle on the magic side for power. And there's a lot of, and there, all the struggle is happening in a city, like probably the most technologically advanced city in, in Japan, full of people who don't use magic. World. Yeah, full of people who don't use magic, but psychic powers called espers, you know? So there's mm-hmm. a cool mixture and dynamic there. Yeah, yeah, but so you have you have index on that side, and that side's pretty cool. It's very interesting. Um, 
just because of like there's so much back like develop like possible and already developed back story to that side. Um and then there's also the scientific side and the main character for that side of the story was um uh, uh Makoto Misaka. Um or as the protagonist loves to call her. I'm I'm handing this over to you. Over to me. Gee, I sure wish I was paying attention now. Um Bugs Zapper. Who are we talking about? Oh. Makoto? Yeah. He yeah. likes to call her Bug Zapper. And yeah. she loves being called that, don't she, Ty? <laughs> oh she does. Uh, <laughs> because she has the power of electricity, which uh, I've said it once and I'll say it again. That is like my dream power. Like if we could choose powers to get, I would totally choose electricity. See, and that's that's another thing I liked about this. And you could tell that educated people went into the writing, at least the writing of this, because you give a character in an anime an electric power, and a lot of times they leave it at that, right? They can shoot electricity at people. Um, but, and this, they took it a step farther, and, um, I don't know how many people, I mean, if you're interested, you can, you can research this, or whatever, but they took her power a step farther, and, um, well, let's just say there's a reason why the, the you know, second season, or spinoff, is called a certain scientific railgun. Mm-hmm. They they gave her, you know, railgun power, which is something most people would not associate with electricity, but it's totally what, you know, electricity definitely factors into that. And most people might not even know what it is, so anybody who doesn't know what it is, um, railguns are really cool. Like, I would, I would look it up, because there's some really cool stuff. Um, and not to be confused with a, a Goss gun, either, because uh, there are differences, if I remember right. Um, yeah, Goss versus a railgun. Um, or a coil gun. So, railguns, I believe, use um, electromagnets to accelerate an object insanely fast. Yep. So, it's uh, one of her one of her signature moves is to flip a quarter up in the air, and when it comes back down, she'll use her electricity to um, just fling that thing at her opponent, and it's insanely amazing looking. Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I like how you know it's it's well written in that manner, right? But they work science and math into even into the characters' powers and, like, how they wrote the script and stuff, so. And then, you know, some of it is offset by certain things, like, um, some of the power, well, I mean, I can't argue this point because I was going to say some of it is uh, offset by a power, like, well, one of the magic powers. I don't, I, I'm, I'm dancing around a spoiler here, <laughs> and I really don't want to say it. Um, but I, I kind of caught myself halfway through, but anyway, it's, it's, some of it is, is really well written and thought out. And then 
some of it, and mostly the other ones, like the magical ones, are like you kind of just have to take it, like oh, it's magic. So yeah, yeah. Which I, and and the only reason I add up is because when they have when they're going to Esper, like that's just the kind of person I am. I'm like thinking about oh, that's cool. Their power works like this. They can do this. There's so much science and stuff behind it. And then they they like the Esper would be battling a magician, and I'd be like, okay, so how how's this happening? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's magic. Yeah, so you got to take it on. It's happening because he drew some scribbles on the wall. Mm-hmm. Now he gets this. So well, and, and it's interesting too because um, Esper's could have an amazing ability, but a lot of the abilities are based off of their. Uh, so to say, IQ. You, since it's scientifically based, they have to know, um, like I said, for, and I'm gonna, I don't want to give anything away, but it's not really a spoiler. So, the the art that I really like, that, um, the guy that can control vectors, he is, like, insanely smart, because he's got, like, they he has to calculate all these things in his head, to be able to use his power. Wow, it's that's really crazy. cool. Like, there's, it's not just like, ooh, look at this, I'm controlling fire because I know magic. It's like, I have to understand and know how to wield his power. Like, I have to do all these complicated calculations in my head just to be able to do this. Yeah, and that's another big difference between the powers in this and the powers in something like Charlotte, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that I think about it, a cool, maybe a appeal, even on a subconscious level of this to me and you, is Full Metal Alchemist did a lot of that, too. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, the, the um, you know, the alchemists had to know their... Um, Com- composition of things. Yeah, right? they, had to, they, know, they had to know a lot of chemistry to be able to do alchemy. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's a great comparison. I never really thought about it. Yeah. All right, so we're getting bogged down here. Uh, we're fanboying a little bit. Um it's so good. It is good, and it's great, and I can talk about it all night, but um, I'm borrowing a room right now. Uh, so the, uh, the, the person who rightfully belongs to this room might be getting tired soon, so we should move on. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's fair. Gotta keep on schedule anyway. Alright, yeah. so um, anything else with the plot then you you want to go over? Um, Did we really go over a lot of plot? I mean, there's the main character, he meets the nun, and then... Yeah, I suppose, I suppose we really haven't. So, well, I mean, we have, but I guess to go over, like, the main plot of the first season is he meets this girl... People want to take her back, but they look like they're not good people. So he's like, "Nope." Can I can I put pause right there? And that was this is first episode stuff, so I can talk about this. That watching it, that was a little, a little one of the offsetting things for me because there's the main character and he's trying to do the same thing as this group of people you just talked about. They're both trying to do the same thing. Yet they're at complete odds against each other, <laughs> and at that point, I was just like, "Come on, <laughs> you're both 
You're both the good guys here. Let's just work together on something. They don't really and, know that, though. Oh, I mean, like, I could, I could, in my mind, the only reason, uh, that they weren't working together on something is, I want to say, to keep driving the plot forward for that first arc. But, I don't know, because then they kind of do start working together and the plot still starts moving forward, so. I I could argue that, but I would we would be getting into spoilers. Spoilers. So I won't. Yeah. But, okay. But uh we'll just say for time's sake and everything, these people are trying to take her away and he doesn't want them to, and so he's trying to stop. That's that's pretty much it. I mean that's that's it in a nutshell. There's there's way more to it and there's a lot of backstory and everything like that. Um, but that's uh, that's the plot in a nutshell. That's fair. Yeah, bare bones. Um, and then, like, you might have noticed we were talking about arcs. This anime is set up um, in, in a couple different arcs, right? So, maybe if you're planning to watch this, uh, it might be, and we're not telling you, but, God, by all means, we're not telling you how to watch anime. You're just uh, I'm telling I, you how. Just do watch it. <laughs> yeah, but a suggestion might be, you know, set aside an hour or an hour and a half to watch two or three episodes, and then that'll be about an arc. Um, then you know, you can watch it arc by arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like I said, once once you get to that last that that arc, that's my favorite. You'll 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 be addicted. It's such a good arc. Yeah, cool. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Even though we both know that chances are slim, I'll get a chance to actually finish this, but <laughs> I'll try. I will make you. At least the first <laughs> season. That's all I ask. Oh, this is, to be fair though, this is a 24 episode first season. It is. Definitely it is. worth it to finish it, but it's a, it's a, a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is a, a longer, um, series, because, so, uh, we'll get to that at the end, though, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that at the end, uh, let's go into, um, characters, then, I mean, we've kind of okay. touched on them a little bit, but go into a little more, gotcha, gotcha, um, roger, roger, how about the main character, because he's kind of not, like, you would assume a normal main character to be, you know, he's not, like, the, he's not, Got a lot of hero qualities to him. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. And he has terrible luck. <laughs> he has he has horrible luck. He doesn't have a really cool power. I mean, his power is just to negate other powers, which you could argue is cool. But it's if I had the power to negate other powers, or I had the power of controlling vectors or electricity. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing about. The power to negate other powers, it literally only works if you're in a world, uh, or in a scenario where there's a whole bunch of other cool powers and they're attacking you, Mm -hmm. right? If you're not, if you're the only one in the world with a power and your power is to negate powers, it's (laughs) absolutely useless, right? You wouldn't even know you had a power because (laughs) (laughs) this power doesn't help them, you know, reach high things or 
you know, I catch a bus or anything like that. It's yeah. um, it's only useful uh, when you're being attacked by Very people with other powers. It doesn't help you stop a bullet. If any of the main characters had guns, he would be screwed. And, and also, can we point out he can only use this power with his right hand? Yeah, that's true. If <laughs> if your right hand is uh is unavailable at the moment, then <laughs> then you're in trouble. If uh, if he got his arm cut off, he would. Just be a normal person, then. So, people are going to argue with us about that one. I think um, it makes for a very interesting well, mechanic, no. though. The reason they're going to argue about that one is, is there may or may not be a scene where his right arm is, you know, not available to him. He may or may not still get out of the situation he's in. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. But no, I, I, I mean, it's it's a very boring... I wouldn't want to have that power, but it really makes it cool to watch. Like, it's it's an amazing, like, great plot device. Yeah. And that comes in, I think, that once again, that comes into the writing. I think this anime had great writing. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um... But, yeah, no, so he's not, like, your typical protagonist, you know, he's he's not, like, very smart, he's actually one of the, the you know, lowest of his grades, and, um, you know, he he's kind of lazy and doesn't have a lot of friends, not very social or anything like that, um, so he's not, like, your normal, typical main character, but you grow to love him. Yeah, you know what else is interesting? If you if you really want to look deep into this, hmm. his power is called Imagine Breaker, mm-hmm. and then I guess synonyms were are Illusion Killer or Fantasy Killer. Those all are really those, cool. Yeah, all of those though, Imagine, Illusion, and Fantasy, they're like abstract, you know, not not concrete physical things. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. If you really want to look into it, or look deep into it. Um, and maybe sprinkle a little bit of BS in there. That's true. It, it might be saying, what if these Esper and Magical Powers are all in people's heads? You know? All imaginary, if you will. <laughs> uh, I hope that's not it, though, because that <laughs> would be like a horrible podcast. <laughs> the whole city is just filled with crazy people. <laughs> Look how my use electricity! <laughs> Zap! <laughs> You're on the ground. You're electricized now. <laughs> Electrocuted. Uh, but that would that would be an interesting plot twist. I really hope that's not the plot twist. Just <laughs> pull a Shutter Island on it. Oh God. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Carry on. Uh, anyway. Um. So yeah, that's the main character. Uh, anything left that you'd like to talk about? Um. No, him? I just I just wanted to touch on his bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Really funny. Uh, and we'll go through the rest real quick. We've already kind of gone through them. Uh, you got Index, who's the nun who's uh, pretty much knows all these forbidden grimoires, but um, she's kind of very immature. I yeah, say. she is. I really and look. I won't. I, I was gonna say something, but I'll save it for sound. Okay. I was gonna say I really like her voice actor. Now, did you watch the sub or the dub? I watched the sub, 
Ah, so I don't know. Um, a lot of the times when I, would, I had scheduled to watch this, it was like late at night when I knew I was going to be super tired. So like, I'm going to do dub. And then also I figured if Wait. I watched dubbed. Oh, okay. Yeah. You watched dub. Okay. I, no, I thought... yeah, no, I did dubbed. Okay, I thought you said subbed earlier. I was like, wait, you, what you just said made no sense. <laughs> no, but also I figured if I watched dubbed, it might help me with the character name pronunciations, which I have a history of being terrible at. <laughs> well, uh, some of, actually, the series isn't too bad. Like, there's a, a few characters that are just English names, like Index and, and Accelerator and stuff, but. Yeah. Others, you know. Oh, that was another thing, too. Um, I love the. I'm sorry, I'm getting into this, and this isn't even the right section to get into this. But, um, I loved, I love, I said I love the writing on this, and I stand by it, but one day, and I've never really had this experience, one day, I want to watch an anime where the characters' accents reflect where <laughs> they're from. Right? Because Index is, is, is from England, and the main character is from Japan. So it'd be cool to kind of watch an anime to see see those difference differences in accents. Right. But I understand how, how nearly impossible that is to do because, you know, how many, uh, I don't know, you know, London, England accented voice actors are there that do anime, you know? I have an anime for you, my friend. Oh, do you? Yep, I'll put it on the list. Okay. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I shall make your dream come true. Cross that off my bucket list. <laughs> but, yeah, that, I mean, it's fair enough, because, yeah, a lot of the magical people are from, like, England and um, some of the European countries. So, yeah, that's fair enough, but, and again, how, how uh, it, it's kind of hard when it's based in Japan, because how do you make your characters have a Japanese accent. Yeah. And, and, that, and it's being translated as it is, so it's like, yeah. The, the only thing that bothers me, or the only reason that came up is there's a part in the anime where, um, like, one of the characters gets amnesia, um, and, like, he's talking to another character, and he mentions her being from a different country, and I thought when he mentioned that, I'm I'm like, I thought, wait a minute, you have amnesia, you don't remember that. How did you know? Then I <laughs> thought, you know, maybe he just assumed it from her accent, or maybe they filled it in. Maybe yeah. more time had passed than I realized, and then he just filled it in behind the scenes. But yeah, could be. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Index is, is immature, and she's, she's a, I would say, as much there for comic relief as she is for plot. Yeah, she is. She's She has some really cute moments. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, especially um, at the beginning of, like, the first episode. <laughs> yeah, she does. And then, <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about her main mode of attack being biting. <laughs> um, part of me thinks it's and then the part of me that's actually been bitten before by, like, human beings is like, oh, that's not cool. I question why you've been bitten by human beings. <laughs> I've, I've, what I've kind been... of weird stuff are you into? 
Listen, I spend a lot. Well, <laughs> I'm not into weird stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say I spend a lot of time around our younger cousins, but then you said that phrasing, and it'd be weird. So. <laughs> no, I figured, anyway. I figured that's what it was, but I had. <laughs> Also, when we were younger, and me and my sister used to fight, like, she'd always resort to biting. Well, she I, mean, I was like, oh, that sucks. You're stronger. What else does she do? <laughs> yeah, well, still. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Anything, right. what were you saying about Index? Uh, I think that's about it for Index. Um, unless you have anything else. Um, no, because... The other stuff I'd get into is, is spoilers. Fair enough. And then the last one I'd want to touch on, um, just because I'm just trying to get the big main characters, is um, Makoto. Yeah. Which is, uh, a.k.a. Railgun, as they call her. Um, that's the one that can do uh, electricity. Uh, she is one of my favorite characters. Um, she's got a likable... Well, she's got a spunky personality. Yes. She is ranked number two or three. I three. three. Number three. Number three of all espers. She is the third most powerful esper alive. Um, so she's kind of um, got like this air of I'm better than you to her a little bit. Um, would, would you agree? Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> she's very um she thinks very highly of herself mm -hmm. yeah she's she she knows she's one of the best and she's she's proud of it she 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 um she's not afraid to to show her power yeah well it's it's like if you take if you took the uh third smartest person in the country and you gave them the power to control electricity of course they're gonna have an ego complex you know <laughs> Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that she's not justified to it. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of her personality. Um, and uh, I like it. I mean, she's... Um, it, she has some really good moments with the main character, um, Toma. Uh, they... Because he's... She, you know, he's got the power to negate powers... So it's really interesting when you have somebody who's like one of the most powerful people and very like self entitled and uh comes up against somebody that she just can't do anything with because yeah. she negates everything she does. To to draw a parallel to that, it would be like taking uh someone taking someone who's like super into studying and very smart and does very well on tests all their lives and then them meeting someone who also does very well on tests all their lives but just because they're super good at guessing <laughs> like they're very lucky yeah yeah it's kind of like adding insult to injury but um yeah no i mean it, it it's it adds for some really interesting conversations and like the character dynamics and everything yeah, because he's he's like a level zero, right? And that's and that city, Windmill City, uh -huh. um, <laughs> there, your your level is everything. That's how people look at you. That's your status, right? Right. 
So zero is the lowest of the low, even yeah, though no I, matter what you divide or multiply it by, it's zero. I think he might actually be the only zero as well. I could be wrong. Um, Don't quote I, me. I I think you are wrong on that. Anyway. Just because the first episode you see her, she is like, yeah, I just took care of those level zeros back there, or whatever. So, or something like those guys were level zeros. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't need to stand up for me or something like that, you know? Yeah, I I could be. Yeah, I might be wrong. I thought they were like level ones, but I could be wrong. Um, because of course she's a level five, so she's you know she's the top of the top. So even even like a level three is nothing to her. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, I, I, I like her character a lot. She's one of my favorites, um, easily. She's probably my favorite of the series. She's pretty likable. I haven't seen a whole lot of her yet, but are you telling me you don't want to talk about Magnus or, uh, Kaori? Uh, not so much that I didn't want to talk about him, but I was just kind of covering the main characters, and I know you said you were short on time, so. Okay. You wouldn't consider them main, I guess. Um, Maybe they kind of die off, or not not die. Well, I don't know. I don't know. If they as far as I know, they don't die, but maybe they just kind of fade. Uh, well, I mean, they might be pretty big in the first few episodes, but they're not actually listed as main characters. Okay. Oh yeah, they're not, are they? Huh. No, there's only there's only three that are listed as main characters, and that's the three I went over. Okay, um, cool. But that's not to say, like, I love, like, all the supporting characters in this are really well, too. They do really yeah. well with the, the characters in this anime. Main or supporting. Um, in yeah. fact, when, when you get later into the series, uh, you meet, uh, another supporting character who's, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. Can I just point out another thing about this anime real quick? Okay. And it might be kind of spoilers or whatever, but in the first, Couple arcs, there's, there's a, I mean, so he, the main character, uh, he, uh, sorry, um, the main character, Toma, he, he's rescuing people, kind of, you know, in, in these situations, but it just kind of so happens that these people are like cute girls, like Index, she's a cute girl. You know, so the other characters he rescues just happen to be cute girls. And that's fine. That's, I, that's, I don't know if you'd classify that as an anime cliche or whatever. But I just want to point out, it's a whole lot easier to rescue an adorable, cute little girl, uh, than like some rude, smelly, fat man who <laughs> might be just as innocent. You know? But you don't see in anime people rescuing uh, Rude, smelly Batman. Well, I mean, just pretty much anyone outside of cute girls, you know? You never see an ugly person get rescued, is what I'm saying. Would you want to watch an anime? I, would, I wouldn't want to watch it. I just want to point it out that it's a thing that never happens. Well, I mean, you could argue the same thing, that it never happens in movies. Yeah, that's. I would point that out in movies, too. I also maybe argue it very rarely happens in real life, as well. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that just doesn't make for good that's a, TV, that's man. That's a bummer. I mean, I want to, like, I want an anime to come out that's kind of like One Punch Man, who's like, for the underdog. Rescue mm-hmm. the underdog once in a while. 
Yeah, that's why I want it. Uh, no. I'm sure there's one out there, man. Yeah. There's, there's so many anime out there, I'm sure. Maybe somebody can help you with that. Yeah, probably. No. So can we move on? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so one thing I want to get onto is um, I'm pretty excited for... Um, uh, how about... Well, actually, let's go with uh, animation first. What do you think of the animation? Um, I thought the animation was... Uh, so, uh, the the animation, is, uh, just to put it in perspective, this, this anime aired 2008 to 2009, um, but even so, I thought the animation was pretty well done. I mean, it's, it's definitely on par for, maybe even a bit above par for that time period. Um, I think I originally watched it probably, probably in 2000, 10, 2011 was when I first started watching it, and I didn't, I didn't notice any, like, definitely not bad quality. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the visuals with the, you know, uh, magical or scientific ability effects are pretty cool, you know, of course, you got Railgun who can control electricity, and of course that looks awesome, I mean... Anytime you see electricity, it's freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm an electricity fanboy, of course. But, uh, you know. You know what's interesting I was thinking about, too, is, speaking about electricity, back, way back in the day, with, like, Pokemon, when Pikachu did his Thunderbolt attack, it was yellow. Yellow electricity. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Now, more often than not, the electricity is portrayed as blue. So, well, I mean, to be fair, though, blue is more realistic. Yeah, no, I think it looks cooler, too. <clears throat> I would agree with that. Yeah. Much um, much better. Yeah. So, uh, one thing, I, I can't let us get uh, through animation without talking about is, and we'll bring in one of the people I mentioned earlier, Kiori, let me see if I can find her here. Do, 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 do. I just had her, I swear. Where'd you go, Kiori? Where are you? You're way down here, aren't you? Um, her character design. Here she is. What did you think about her character design? Uh, Kiori's? Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna have to look that one up. Which one is that? She's the, uh, the one who is with the fire guy, Magnus. Uh, she's the one with the sword? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one with the sword. Kanazaki. That's, that's... Ken sorry. Yeah, Kyori Kanazaki. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did I think of her character design? Yeah. Uh, I yeah, Specifically it. her fashion, her fashion sense. Her fa it was, it, it's very interesting. She wears like ripped jeans and a, a No, no, no. I don't think you're doing it justice here. She does, she wears half of a pair of jeans. <laughs> That's true. Like one, <laughs> um, one leg is not there. One whole leg is completely ripped off. And she's not amputee. She has a leg there. She just doesn't have jeans there. <laughs> and she, the whole leg got ripped off. It's it's gruesome. You, oh man. <laughs> she wears a a uh a midriff bearing shirt 
which she's got rock and bond. I'm not complaining. <laughs> um, but she's she's very designed to show off that fact better. She got midriff bearing shirt that's loosely drawn. It's it's drawn. It's like baggy on her, but the way it falls, it's very complimentary of her chest area. Mm. Um, <laughs> and she so, does like this weird thing where she ties it too. Like yeah, it's like a full shirt, but she ties it up so it's midriff bearing. So it, it's interesting, and she has like a, a studded belt. Um, which is kind of cool. Not like a completely studded belt, but there's some studs on it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, all I'm all I'm saying about that is she's drawn like they're with the characters design. They're playing to their strengths there. Maybe <laughs> she's she's drawn and like her coloring and her outfit is is meant to show off, you know, uh, that um, her body and compare that to the main character index. Who's a nun and wears a walking church? Yeah, so. I like how they call it the walking church. It is funny. Yeah. So anyway, go on. I just wanted to point. That's really the only useful contribution I had. To. No, no, that's fine. Um, no, I mean, yeah, the character designs were. I like the character design. Like, I like the main character's look. Um, I like his spiky hair and everything. Um, you know. Uh, no, I, I like, I like the way, you know, they did, um, the sorcerers are, one of them got a really cool, unique, um, black robe and, and everything. Um, so that's cool. You know, it's well done. Character design's well done, but, um, I, I just, in general, the art, I think is good. Yeah, I do too. Hey, can I throw in a real quick joke to make up for, like, the, uh, the kind of shitty moving around and <laughs> and sound stuff I've had to do. Sure. Okay. This one is courtesy of our awesome cousin Alex. Okay. Uh, so this is all him. This isn't me. Uh. So and it pertains to the kind of pertains to the anime of the week a little bit. Anyway. Um. Here we go. What do you call a nun in a wheelchair? Uh. I don't know. Virgin Mobile. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I get it. Get it. Like the phone company, Virgin Mobile. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. It was funny, though. <laughs> it was funny. Funnier than I thought. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, at least. But, um, so, yeah. Uh, I... I I don't really have too much else to say about the um, art style, unless unless you do. I'd say for two thousand eight, two thousand nine, it was really well done. No, I think so too. I think they put a lot of thought into this anime, and that extends to the art style as well. Yeah, they do the great art. with colors and and all that stuff. Do we well. know who who did this? Who animated it? Did we talk about that? Um. Well, I know it's it's Funimation produced. Um. Let me. Go back. I just closed it. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. You're that man. You're that um, guy. Why were you that guy? Um, it doesn't really say producers. Uh, Genon Universal. Studio. Um, it's Studio JC staff. Okay, um, that's not. I mean, yeah, nothing. It's not no. a big hitter. I've really heard of. No, it's really not. 
but it's got some good producers, so that kind of makes up for it. It's Jenny Young and, and um, Square Enix, apparently. Square Enix? Is it pronounced Enix? I've always heard it Square Enix. Oh, I've always thought it was Enix. Huh, potato, potato, I guess. <laughs> I feel like we had this conversation last week. Who says potato? <laughs> Same people who say tomato, I, I, I assume. Yep, I'm pretty sure this is exactly from last week. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Was it on an episode or just me and you? No, I'm pretty sure it was on an episode. Oh, well, you know, there's a, there's a callback for you then, I guess. Um, so yeah, uh, one thing I, well, we'll get into that later, but, um. Wow, I'm, do I'm I really, have amnesia? Ah, I know we talked about. <laughs> uh, you were making a I joke. Must. Okay, now. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Am I in an anime? Do I have superpowers? Alright, I want to hear your opinion on the soundtrack, because that's, I'm excited for this, because you told me you've been listening to the soundtrack a lot. Yeah, so one thing I've been doing um, cause I want to improve the podcast in every way I can. And, uh, one, one thing I've been doing is, um, I've been listening to the soundtracks of the anime of the week while doing homework. Um, I, I felt kind of guilty in the past doing a, uh, a review of, of, you know, especially the music on anime that I didn't finish. So this way I get to hear the whole soundtrack and I can, you know, give a more justified, uh, hopefully better review on it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I really liked, uh, what, what they did. So with this soundtrack, they, there were a couple good, um, I guess tracks with, with vocals, with singers, but, um, the, uh, the 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 main focus or appeal of this was a lot of like techno feeling music, um, which fits very well into the high technology science slash magic mm-hmm. uh, theme they were going for. So it they they kind of themed the soundtrack, which was cool, which was good. Um, but also I was surprised because they worked out a few. Uh, pretty beautiful, like, piano-ish pieces, too, you know, um, instead of, like, uh, uh, something that was made through Rock Band or on a computer, which, you know, I, I know they didn't use Rock Band, don't get me wrong there, but, um, Garage Band, Garage Band, whatever, uh, that would be really cool if they used Rock Band, <laughs> but, you know, there's, it's, it's something made on a computer, like, you're listening to a soundtrack, and you know, you hear a couple tracks in a row with like techno, some that was made uh, on a computer on a soundboard, and then all of a sudden, like a, a kind of piano piece comes on, and it's a nice, it's like a a cool breeze on a on a hot day. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice that they add some variety in there. It's they added variety, but not enough that I would fault it for for straying from the theme. Because yeah. I like that they kept the techno with the theme, but they did sprinkle some different stuff in there, which I enjoyed. So, speaking of the techno, what did you think of the theme? The, the theme song? The theme. OP? Yep, um, OP. Yeah, I liked it, and there is something special about it, isn't there? Like, what do you mean? 
Um, there's something about this anime. I, I don't know. I should have paid more attention to it. Maybe I'm confusing it with something else. I was under the impression there's something about this anime that it's linked with a, a different anime. Um, I'm probably thinking of something else. But, um, I thought that, I mean, the way you're phrasing it, it makes me think there's something really special about the opening. No, I just really liked it. <laughs> no, I did too. I thought it was good. Once like, again, it fits the theme yeah. very well. And, um, it did the it's, techno thing. You know, it's, it's got good vocals to it too. And I might be wrong. Um, I might be very, very, very wrong, but it kind of sounded like they added like a very faint filter over the singer to give it a little bit more robotic, echoey kind of sound, um, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, I I don't know for sure, but I I I can definitely hear something like that. Yeah. So so it's cool. It's um a good. It's got a good beat to it. It's a beat. You guys have all listened to it if you're at this point in the podcast, more likely than not. So you can agree or disagree with us, but no, I liked it a lot. I thought it was very good. Um, uh, comparing it to other openings, once again, uh, comparing it to Charlotte, just because that's the most recent, I probably liked it better than Charlotte's opening. I, I would agree. Like, it, it, like, I know we've been saying this, but it really plays well to its strengths, and that makes it, in my opinion, a better theme. Uh, yeah. And it's not just... I would still say it would be a cool song outside of this this uh, anime, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, so there's so, kind of like two types of anime, right? There's anime that tries something new and original, right? And then you can forgive it for a lot of stuff, because you're like... Oh, it didn't do this too good, but it did this. And as far as I know, no one else has done this. So, are very little people have done this, and I like it. And then there's anime that, uh, they stick to their strengths so well, you can't, it really doesn't have much to fault it from R4. So, uh, this is kind of one of those. That makes sense. Was that even remotely <laughs> true? Sure. I get you. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm gonna did you be watch... quiet and think about that a little bit. <laughs> did you uh, do the ending at all? I uh, yeah, I think I watched it once. I should have listened to it again before the episode. Um, but... I it it's kind of goes back to what you said about it having variety. It's like a course, you know, endings are usually slower, but it kind of has, like, a whole different feel to it than any of the other, um, most of the other music in the, uh, the main soundtrack and in the opening. Um, so. um yeah. <laughs> so, well, according to my anime list, they had two different openings and two different endings. Um, yes. Uh, I was gonna say, if you get far enough, farther enough, Oh god, god damn. Far enough. Far enough. Um, the second opening is actually very good as well. Like I I don't know if I like it more. It's hard to tell. They're both really good and they both kinda do that techno um they both 
that have like the same kind of feel to it. Another important thing about the theme song sticking to the theme of the anime is it gets you in the mood for what you're about to see. Yeah. If it was a very classical, slow, smooth theme song, and then it put you into this fast-paced science magic, you know, sci-fi world, it'd be very weird. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as ending themes go, uh, the first or second ending theme, one of them is called Masterpiece, um, by Kawada, uh, Mami. So, either it is a super, 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 super good, um, ending song, or they were very presumptuous when they (laughs) titled it. Um, I think the second ending is better than the first one, definitely. Yeah. A lot, actually. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. But that's me. I thought it was... I actually really like the second ending now that I think about it. But, uh, uh, well, I'll have to listen to it. Yeah. So, alright, well, uh, that said, we're getting pretty late on time, so anything else you want to say real quick? Nope, let's keep on chugging along. Alright, here we go. Let's give it our numbers. Uh, plot. Uh, plot? Uh-huh. Um. I hate doing this because I'm not all the way through it. Um, I'm going to base the plot off of the first three arcs, then. That's as far as I am. Okay. Um, you know, you can almost do plot arc by arc if you wanted to, but that'd take way too much time. (laughs) So, uh, off of the first three arcs, um, from what I can tell, there's like a overarching plot and then a bunch of many subplots for each arc. Um, I, I'm gonna be very nitpicky about, um, as far as the first three arcs are going, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, main character happens to, by some coincidence or other, run into a girl who's gonna be in trouble later, and, um, you know, ends up getting involved in, like, saving that person. Uh, so, um, that was a little bit repetitive, and don't hate me for saying that. I'm just pointing it out. Uh, they definitely made up for it, though, with super good writing and super cool powers and a lot of in-depth stuff. So, what do I give it? What? Uh, uh, probably an eight. I'd say. Well, eight I don't know. So, how much does how much does what what is what are the powers factor into? What are the powers in writing? Right, because they were nine nine point five. Yeah. But the fact that the first two arcs are have a lot of similarities kind of brings brought it down to an eight. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, really. Uh, Eight is very fair. I don't see anything wrong with eight. Um, I would I would give it an eight as well, except for when when you get down to the last arc. Like I said, it's one of my favorite arcs. So I'd give that a ten. But gotcha, like gotcha. on a whole, eight is eight is enough. Because yeah, you got your weaker arcs. 
um, which you would probably give a, a, you know, seven. And then you got that really strong arc. So I'd say it evens out to about an eight on average. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of which, what did this get overall on average? Uh, so it's 7.73. Yeah. Okay. Alright, uh, so what about music? What do you think about that? Um, openings, opening I really liked. Both of them were really, really good. Um, the second ending was really good as well, in my opinion. Um, and I thought the soundtrack throughout was pretty good. Like, there's some really cool music during fight scenes and stuff like that. Um, I'd say nine. I was going to give it a 9, too, and I was going to give it a 9 regardless of what you said, just because we always do that. We always do the same thing. Great um, minds think alike. Yeah, I guess. So we're just, uh, you know, doubly ensuring that our rating is, in fact, the rating that it is, because someone agrees with us, so therefore it must be the truth. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, just because it was... it. It stuck to the theme for a good portion of it, and then it sprinkled some variety in there when it needed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, theme and ending songs were pretty good, so. Yep. yep. Uh, nine's fair. Yep. Um, okay then, uh, art? Art? I gotta, I'm gonna knock points off for, well, I, I don't know if I wanna knock points off for Kiori's design, because he <laughs> added, and, you know, to her, she was fun to look at. You're gonna oh. knock a point off for every pant leg she doesn't no. have. <laughs> I just that is, it's a, I I understand why they did it because it's like ooh it's sexy, but I mean I've never seen anyone walking around without a pant leg. Hold on, are you gonna complain Jeez. about sexy? No, I'm not, and that's what I'm getting that's what at. I'm right? hearing. I'm hearing complaints about sexy. I'm, I'm just saying it was a little uh, not something I've seen before and. I don't know if if I were if one of the main characters were walking around. I feel like it might be a little bit sexist too, because uh. But I don't know. I don't want to go down that road. Can I ask you? I'm just gonna shut up. What if you saw a sexy lady walking down the street with one pant leg? Would you? Would no, you would? I I'd be all for it. But <laughs> at the same time, if I saw a dude walking down the street, and even if he was like super buff and a good looking dude with one pant leg, I'd be like, Ugh, "What are you doing, dude? That's a little weird." Well, it's because men's legs aren't as attractive. <laughs> Honestly, if I saw a super buff dude walking down the road with just one pant leg, uh, my first thought would be, "Yeah, he's definitely European." Uh, my first thought would be, "Is he homeless?" He's a really buff homeless guy. <laughs> How often do you see that? Ooh. Yeah, actually, there's quite a lot of homeless people where I'm at. Yeah, but how many buff homeless, though? I you, you, I don't see why not. Like, if you're homeless, what else do you have to do? Yeah, right? Like, that should be, like, the one thing that you should do. Like, ah, well, what else am I going to do? I could go forge for food, or I'll just work out for a while. You'll probably get more money that way, too, if you're, like, super buff and attractive. Mm-hmm. You're like, heck yeah, I'm giving this guy money. So... Well, see, okay, that's the thing, though. If if you're a dude, and you're homeless, and you're super buff, you you become a male prostitute, and then you're no longer homeless. Because you're employed. So, maybe that's why you don't see it, right? Uh, Attractive homeless people become prostitutes. prostitutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, that's okay. an interesting segue. 
what what were we even on? I forget now. Um, art design. Art, art design. Because we were talking about Kiori. All right. Um, real quick, give it give it a rating. Uh, see, now I got to rate it high because. <laughs> I I want to um, give it my rating. You think about it. But I'm gonna give it okay. my rating. My rating is an A. I like it. It had some good, good, cool effects with the powers and everything, and characters were well designed. Yeah, it's an eight. It's not. It's not. Not like really cool, interesting, unique anything, but it's good. It's it's pretty cool. What's the difference between an eight and a nine? Very eight? good or great? Yeah. Ah. Uh, um. I don't... Eh, 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 when was it? 2000 and what? 2008, 2009. 2008, 2009. For that time? Art style? I'd probably... And a lot of this is kind of for variety's sake, but I'd almost give it a 9. Well, that's fair. That's yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, no, I can see for, a 9. For its time, it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. But it's not um, like it's aged badly. Though. Yeah, no. That that too. All right. Last um, but not least, um, characters. characters. Yep. Uh, fire. We're running out of time. Okay. Uh, you go first then. Uh, I get characters. stage fright. <laughs> I liked the characters. I thought the characters made a lot of impact on the anime, so I would give them a nine. I can't perform well under pressure. Too bad. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna give them an eight. I thought they were good. Um, I didn't give them a nine just because, well, where I'm at, not a lot of characters have been, uh, developed because, like, for example, um, Asia, um, A-I-S-A, a.k.a. Deep Blood, um, has been in it for maybe, like, two or three episodes, and... I know pretty much absolutely nothing about her except her power. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's all you need to know. Yeah. So. Power. <laughs> and I, even her power, I'm really unclear on. I just know it uh, draws a certain type of thing. Mm hmm. Which, I don't know. Alright, uh, before we move on to our final rating, our overall rating, I would like to kind of go back to sound really, 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 really quick. Just because we kind of glossed over voice acting. And okay. I thought the English dub for this was really well. Yeah, I really like the English dub for this too, especially Index's voice. I thought she had a really cute voice. Her her voice. Um, who does hers? Monica Rail. Um, she's done a lot of other things. Um, she's got a very unique and very noticeable voice. Like you would know her actress if you listen to the voice. Um, but like most things. I don't really care too much for that voice. It's kind of like a high-pitched, somewhat kind of annoying voice, but it fits really well here. Yeah. And a lot of that factors, a lot of that appeal comes from her personality as well. So you can't attribute all of it to the voice acting. You have to attribute some of it to the writing. Mm -hmm. So. so. Alright, overall, let's go. Uh, what, sound? No, we already Oh, did. overall, overall. Yeah. Okay. Um, overall, overall? Yep. I I probably I probably give it a nine. If I'm suggesting this to someone, I'm gonna say it's a great anime. So. Alright, I like it. Um 
I actually have it on my anime list as an 8 from when I originally watched it, but I think I would probably up that to a 5. Really? That's, that's interesting. The rewatch value, it has high rewatch then. Mm. Or is it just nostalgia? It could also be nostalgia. Okay, gotcha. Considering gotcha. I've watched very little of this this week. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's fine. So, uh, a lot of it could be nostalgia, but it, it like, it, it's it's one of those things, it's like, at the time I gave it 8, but like, when I went back and, and really thinking about it and like, watched it, and I'm like, hmm, I really enjoyed this more than I thought I did. <laughs> so, so, yep. Yeah. All yeah. overall, it was a good series. Okay. Um, also, real quick, before we move on, just for those who might want to watch this and then go off onto more, se- like, the, the sequels and everything, um, just to give you a little rundown, uh, I believe the series order goes A Certain Magical Index Season 1, A Certain Scientific Railgun Season 1, Certain Scientific, uh, or Certain Magical Index Season 2, a certain science rail, a scientific railgun season two. So I believe that's the order that they go in. If if you really, I didn't watch them in that order. I watched index one two, scientific railgun one two, and it really didn't make that much of a difference. But I believe that's the gotcha. canonical. That's, that's good to know, though. That's yeah. good to let people know. Yeah, because some of the storylines run kind of parallel between the two. You get to see like the other side of the same storyline. So. All right, well, um, we're about an hour and a half in, give or take a few minutes for editing. Um, Why don't we get into your news articles, since they're pretty important. Um, We've been... Um, Before that, though, just a quick disclaimer. Um, I don't know why, but my ping just got through the roof. Uh, So... Apologies if if I sound a little laggy or anything, or if I don't quite catch something you say. Apologize to the listeners. Um, I'm about at two thousand ping right now, so mm, that's pretty good. That's about two seconds. Yeah. Is it okay? Because that's ping is usually measured in milliseconds, so two thousand would be about two seconds. Gotcha. Okay, so maybe that's not bad. Just for reference, I'm used to recording at like seventy ping. So yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, 2000 is pretty bad, but it's not like... Uh, not like, oh, God, stop the world! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... 2000 um, playing World of Warcraft is undoable. 2000 talking yeah. over Mumble is not bad. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get on to yours, since you uh, you, you teased everybody um, this week with some tweets. Yeah, so... It's not often on Twitter you see an anime trending, so we're going to try to start jumping on that when it is. But this week, earlier this week, um, a, a surprising anime started trending, and that was FLCL, or if um, you're familiar with the nickname, Fooly Cooly. Which is way more fun to say. It is. <laughs> uh, rolls off the tongue better. But um, yeah, so that was trending. And we sent out a tweet saying, uh, you know, if you're if you're not up to date on all your FLCL, fully coolly news, uh, we got your back. So here's us living up to our problem. Um, fun fact for you, uh, Adult Swim. Um, yeah, my cousin, I said that, my cousin just looked at me with a smile. 
<laughs> adult sw- <laughs> adult swim uh, the uh the american um t v channel not channel not network maybe network yeah well it's part of like the cartoon network um tsunami thing yeah it's it's like its own block yeah so but anyway, the emphasis on that is american um because they're making a sequel to Fooly Cooly, FLCL. And not only one, they're making two uh, additional seasons to it. So, kind of two sequels. Um, and these are met with mixed reviews. Some people are super, super excited about it. And some people are super, super nervous about it. Of course, you're going to have that with any new anime coming out. But this one... As special because Fooly Cooly kind of has its own like cult following to it. You know, there's a lot of people who are super into this anime, <laughs> and it, it means a lot to them because you know, very unique anime. We yeah, actually reviewed it, haven't we? I believe that's I think so. Of, yeah, yeah. Go back and listen early, to our episode very early on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So a lot of people, this anime means a lot to a lot of people, and uh, understandably so because it's a great anime. Um, but, uh, Funimation, or not Funimation, Funimation actually is throwing their hat in with Adult Swim in this, which is something that I was planning on getting on later, but I'll, I might as well say it now. That's very so good only, to hear, though. Yeah, not only Adult Swim, well, which has, you know, it's American, it has limited kind of knowledge on, um, on, on anime. They've shown some, right? Uh, I think they did Bleach for a while. Yeah, they did have their fair share. Uh, but the Funimation is throwing in their hat. And what, but the interesting thing there is Funimation is also American-based, right? So yeah. uh, a lot of this will probably have a lot of American influence to it. Um, but it's it's coming out. It's said to come out late 2017 and early 2018. So we got a year or two uh, before it comes out. Um, if you guys are interested, I got a little synopsis for you. Oh, I am very interested. I want to. I want to know like how much of a sequel this is. Or do you, do you want me to? So, for those who might have, you know, not heard of Fully Cooly for a while, or they might have forgotten a lot about it, do you want me to read the Fully Cooly synopsis then the season two, or just go into the season? Two synopsis is coming out. I don't even know how you would put a synopsis on season one, but if you, if you want, uh, <laughs> I'd say we'll if, just, you, if you have it pulled up, do it. If not, don't worry about it. We'll just do a quick one. Uh, so the first season, in case you haven't watched it in a while, uh, the main character's got kind of a, a hard name to pronounce from reading it, so forgive me for this. Uh, Noda, I'm going to call him. N-A-O-T-A. I think it's Noida. I don't know. Uh, is a detached sixth grade, sixth grader afflicted by the pangs of puberty. He's fooling around with his brother's ex-girlfriend when a crazed girl on a motor scooter runs him over, brains him with a basket, bass guitar, and moves into his house. She says she's an alien and hurls him into the middle of a mega corporation's secret agenda. And now, giant battling robots shoot from his skull 
Wow, he has, or when he has naughty thoughts. Oh, I'm so glad I did that synopsis. <laughs> that's awesome. It's, um, it's, it, it's such a unique anime. Like you can't do it justice with a synopsis. You just you have to watch it. No, I, but, I I put it well when when we reviewed it. Um, one of my coworkers told me about this, and they don't even watch anime. They just um. I was just telling him I watched an- I watched anime, and he's like, "Oh, have you ever seen Fooly Cooly?" And then another an- uh, another coworker who's at like the desk uh, the desk next to him's like, "Oh my god, not that anime!" <laughs> <laughs> just because it's so unique and so weird. So it's I love it though. It's, it's great for us anime lovers, it, but for people who don't watch anime, they're like, "What the fuck is this?" It's got its own charm to it. Yeah. But anyway, so here's the synopsis for the uh, tentative season two uh, that, once again, Adult Swim is spearheading. Um, so, <coughs> here we go. Um, in the new season of FLCL, many years have passed since Noda and Urahara shared their adventure together. Meanwhile, the war between the two entities known as Medical Mechana and Fraternity rages across the galaxy. Enter Hidomi, a young teenage girl who believes there is nothing amazing to expect from her average life, until one day when a new teacher named Haruko arrives at her school. Soon enough, Medical Mechana is attacking her town, and Hidomi discovers a secret within her that could save everyone, a secret that only Haruko can unlock. But why did Haruko return to Earth? What happened to her Rickenbacker Ford uh, 4001 she left with Noda? And where did the human-type robot Kanti go? That's, that's, that's all they have. That sounds interesting. So time skip and some new character. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So, um, they're making it with production IG instead of uh, Gainax. Um, and like we said, Funimation is investing in it. Um, Which is good. Like, if Funimation wasn't doing this, I would just be like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not interested at all. Because, like, it's scary enough that it's out of the hands of a Japanese company and only an American company hands, but it would just be so much worse if it was a company that did cartoons and not anime. It says the production will be 12 episodes long, split into two seasons. Um, Adult Swim also announced that the seasons will be a direct continuation of the original series. So take that as you will, because we just heard the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, it's likely the new season of FLCL will also air on Adult Swim in their weekly tsunami block. Uh, I don't you since Funimation's investing, I imagine you'll be able to watch it on Funimation as well. I hope so. Um, that production IG who has it. Hand in it, they're most. I mean, they were behind Psychopaths. 
oh, good. Eden of the East. Those and many there. of the recent Ghost in the Shells. Right, so that's good to know. Yeah, very good. Um, and even, I don't know, even with, with a background like that, uh, if someone, you know, pitched to me, hey, we want to do a new season of FLCL, I'd be like, well, okay, I need to sit down and really think this over and make <laughs> sure we can do this justice. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, that's a lot of the stuff on it. Um, like I said, it's, it, it was really recently announced and, uh, it's not coming out for a while now, so so not a whole lot more out there on it. But that's, I mean, it's pretty exciting. I'm, I'll be, I'm very interested to see what the future holds. I don't yeah. know how excited I am, but very interested. Um, so it'll be cool. I mean, it might make an interesting anime of the week. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, also, another thing real quick. They don't know if the director and the writer from FLCL will have their hand in it. So that that can make a big difference as well. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Well, um, since we're running so late, I'm just going to skip any news articles. So we, we covered the big story. We covered the top story. That's what everybody really wanted to know. Um, but I, I do want to say there's a lot of news out there this week, guys. Like there's all kinds of stuff. And if we had the time, I definitely would have got into it. But like, even if we had time, I don't know if I could have covered it all. There's so many, you know, Crunchyroll streaming some new series. Um, different series are, are being pushed from visual novels or, or manga into an anime, and, um, you know, things are getting dubbed, all, all just tons of news, like, when I was looking for news articles, I'm just like, man, there's so much to cover, but, uh, unfortunately, I didn't, we just don't have the time to, so, I definitely recommend going out and looking for it yourself, though. It's kind of a bummer that we got all these great news articles on the same episode where we have the awesome animator review, because... It's like spending time on one or the other, you know? Right, yeah. Well, <laughs> we used to, remember when we used to try and keep it to an hour? And uh, now we struggle even keeping it to an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. So, all right, well, do you have anything else you want to add to this? Uh, the new stuff? Yeah. No, like I said, I, I mean, I got other articles, too. Um, I guess I can kind of mention the titles, right? Just um, because there's one where uh, Bakamatori, Bakamatori, um, I'm butchering that, but it's it's an anime I've been re-watching lately, um, been considering it as an anime of the week. Um, that and its uh, sequel... Kizu Monogatori have been picked up by a German distributor Peppermint Anime, which I've been hearing about. Um, uh, they've been they picked up a few recently, and then but no, besides that, there's a cool Drifters uh, anime that's kind of coming out. There was some news on that, and then uh, a uh, Maho Girls Precure feature film. That's coming out in October. 
cool stuff. Yep, yep. All right, well, if uh, that's it, why don't we uh, say our goodbyes? <laughs> I think me, the Nathan Father, thinks that is a very good idea. Mm, back to the Nathan Father. <laughs> I like to, you know, my own cool persona. I like to complete the circle on on things I do. Yeah, bring it, bring I- it all the way around. You know what? To be fair, so do we. Tatakimas. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we are. I gave you the one. Well, uh, not gonna miss that. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. That savory bit earlier, though, that's gonna last me a while. That's gonna that's gonna make me happy just thinking about it for like weeks. Uh, indeed. So. I'm gonna contribute like. 15 views of this episode, just my own personal self, and it's just, just gonna to, be going to back like and listening to that. To that to yeah. So. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, this was fun. We hope you enjoyed another episode of Your Weekly Ramen. Stay tasty. Stay tasty. Hey, that's <laughs> a good one, too. Uh, I'm very good at this whole podcasting thing. Yeah, no, what did I say earlier? One-liners are horrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cha-ma-cha.